Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross. Hello and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross. Today, we're talking about canceling cancel culture. Yeah, about time, right? Looking forward to this topic. But first, just a reminder, if you haven't already done so, please hit subscribe. Really helps the channel out. Truly appreciate that. Let's dig in. I'm sure you heard in our introduction to this podcast that sometimes we take on controversial topics. Well, today is one of those days. Look, it's all about the cancel culture. And there are two sides. Easy. It's easy to jump on the bandwagon and you pick your side. But I truly think that's part of the problem. Our culture has turned into take one side or the other in almost every issue. But here's the thing. If you really peel back the onion and talk to people, guess what? Life situations all have nuance. We're not one side or the other as much as we're being told that we are. Think of your own personality. Don't you have more layers to your your thoughts, your traits, beliefs? Of course you do. I'm sure if you were painted by a brush and claimed that's what you are, you wouldn't like it either. So, by the way, that's one of the things that they do to keep us divided, keep reminding us that you're one way, you're the other way, and no, you're not. But let me be clear, I don't think the answer is to jump to the cancel train the minute we don't like something. Look, I think it sets us up for zero discussion, no education in the subject. And I mean from the person that maybe offended you or us or the company, and even from you or the listeners, look, there's something to be learned from this, and there's a deeper divide. So I think just jumping to canceling is not the answer. But look, understand, I get it. Some horrific things happen in this world and are said to people in this world. And some of those things, I understand, might need to be canceled, right? I'm sure you're laughing. Wait a minute, Daryl, you can't have both. Yeah, that's my point. Where's the line? Who gets to decide? Is there some guy or girl on a mountain deciding which act is most offensive? Oh, that over there, you get canceled. Oh, that one? Well, that was offensive. You can keep your job. Oh, that over there? When was it? 20 years ago? Well, maybe. We'll have a, a hearing about you. Who's deciding all these things? So I think the problem is just that word cancel, right? It's so definite. It's just a definitive, you're canceled. I think that is part of the challenge. By the way, I see analysts and people talking about the cancel culture like it started in 2018 or 2019. And look, I don't know when the culture started, but the word, the phrase kind of began years ago. I'm taking you back to 1991, the movie New Jack City. Remember that movie? Nino Brown. He's the drug lord. Wesley Snipes plays Nino Brown. He was ruthless. There's a scene where he pours champagne all over his girl. And then he actually says to her, Cancel that B. I'll buy another one. True. Like people are like, woof. He was ruthless, right? Canceled his own woman, right? And then if you go further, 1981, Nile Rogers wrote the song, Your Love is Canceled. So that was kind of the beginning of just the word cancel being used in a phrase or a song. But then guess what? The word had a huge comeback and went to a whole new level. Get this. 
Politico did a study that said 73% of Americans are actually against cancel culture. So we have the numbers, but what do you do with that? Look, I just believe if you want to cancel cancel culture, we have to change our reaction to get the change we want. Now, I know that kind of stings. And some people right now listening thinking, that's not fair. You know, that organization offended me or that person offended me. And you're saying I have to be the one to change. Well, in reality, yes, because we can have much greater impact if we kind of focus on this a different way. Let me give my top three on how we can have better impact and cancel this, the idea of cancel culture. All right. Number one, refuse to go nuclear. Refuse to go nuclear. What's that mean? The minute you hear something, sometimes we hit that button and it explodes, right? We go volcano. It's really easy. And by the way, you've heard me talk a lot about social media. I think social media drives this. It's really easy to jump on the train. You can put a survey up in a minute, you know, videos or GIFs and get the momentum rolling. And we often are not even that offended until we go on social media and almost trains you to be more offended. That wasn't even really what you thought. But now after seeing these video posts and comments, now I'm really offended. So just refuse to go nuclear. By the way, if you've ever gone to counseling or looked at something online, I'm sure you'll see any great counselor will tell you in a marriage, for example, to never, ever, ever say or threaten divorce. You just don't do that. That's a, a no-brainer. It kills everything. It will kill the communication. It shuts everything down. That's the version of going nuclear in a marriage. So that's what I'm talking about. If you're thinking right now, yeah, but Daryl, I'm not married to that person or that company that offended me. But the principle is the same. The way we get what we want is you can't go nuclear. There's no way you're going to come around from that. If we immediately go to cancel, then it's over. So number one, refuse to go nuclear. Look for other ways that I can navigate this information, right? Number two, lean on education. This is so important. See, part of the problem with the cancel culture, we don't get a chance to educate. All we want is them out. We're not listening. We're not communicating. We want them gone. But education is huge. Here are some recent examples of what I'm talking about. I'm sure many of you have heard stories about the podcaster, actor, host, fight analyst, Joe Rogan, right? He has the most popular podcast in the world, millions of listeners, and there are people who want him gone. And I'm just telling you right now, I don't think he should be canceled. I think we should lean on education. And this is one thing about Joe Rogan. It's kind of funny. He's actually a smart guy. If you've ever watched him and he will host or analyze a fight in mixed martial arts, he hosts on the UFC and he knows his stuff. First of all, he trains himself and he knows the fighters. He knows the moves. He knows the martial arts. And he's really intelligent when it comes to the mixed martial arts game. So when he comes on his podcast and speaks so recklessly about the pandemic, it almost makes you scratch your head. You can't believe that. Or some people just believe it. Now, the discussion comes back to Spider-Man. <laughs> I know. You think, what? Yes, Spider-Man. What did the uncle say? With great power comes great responsibility. 
Look, that is super true. I did a podcast episode last year on unity in the vote. It's still up. And look, I only have a few thousand subscribers. He's got millions. But even though I have a few thousand, I took that episode and really all of mine so serious with the content. I looked up data because I wanted to share how many people are voting, percentages, how it affects the outcome. And I took it seriously over a few days to get the exact right data for the listeners. And I I think it matters. So when I think of Joe Rogan with millions of listeners and you just kind of wing it with the most important thing in our world right now, the pandemic, you would never wing it with MMA stuff. You would never go on a UFC fight and call that and just kind of wing it, you know, with your answers, with what they're doing, their skill set. You would never do that. You'd use your knowledge your your ability and understanding of the craft. So that's why it's so odd for some of us to go, why would he do that? So I think it's important that rather than canceling Joe Rogan, hey, yes, I know you're the biggest, you're the baddest, best podcast ever, supposedly. Education needs to come your way. How about recently, Whoopi Goldberg? Have you heard this one? I mean, it's kind of cool. I like Whoopi Goldberg and the movie Ghost. You know, it's been a long time since then. Of course, she's been on The View forever now, but Whoopi Goldberg is really in some hot water because she actually said that the Jewish Holocaust was not about race. And look, I, I think I know where she was going with this because I think she's trying to infer that with a black person, for example, you know I'm black by looking at me. With a Jewish person, you may not know by looking at them But that's irrelevant. It's also ignorant that race isn't just about the color of my skin. And Whoopi should know that, right? It looks like she was just uh, put on leave for a couple of weeks, and that might turn into a cancel. I can't control that. But I can tell you this. She got lashed out at with education. The Jewish community galvanized, and they didn't come at her with get canceled. They came at her with data and facts. And it was fantastic. Matter of fact, I saw one where a Jewish leader talked about the Holocaust and what Nazi Germany said about Jewish people, which was they were inferior. Look, it's the same thing. I I saw a documentary recently on the Confederate Army. Really interesting because it was from the eyes of the Confederacy. We don't realize the Civil War, if the Confederate Army would have won, we'd be under Confederate laws in America. In their own constitution, it said that blacks were inferior to whites. And by the way, this isn't race baiting or making stuff up. Look it up yourself. You can clearly see the Confederate constitution and check it out. It's clearly in there. So yes, that's about race. It's no different with the Jewish Holocaust. It absolutely was about race and other things too, you know, taking over the world as Hitler wanted. But bottom line is she should know better. And I love the fact that they came at her hard with education because education gives everyone a chance to learn. You know, I learned more myself just listening to some of those Jewish leaders that I didn't know. So I think it's important. And I tell you one thing, because some people have had these arguments before. Free speech. Daryl, she should be allowed to say what she wants, or Joe Rogan can say what he wants. There's free speech. And I go, hallelujah, right? That we live in America and you get free speech. That's right, you do. But the one thing you're forgetting is you're not getting the true definition of what free speech is. 
Free speech means you're allowed to say it and not get arrested. That's it. I know. Some people go, wait a minute. No, I can say it. And no, 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 no. You don't get to keep everything else. You get to say it if you choose to and not get arrested. Free speech does not mean you're free of the consequences. See, Whoopi Goldberg isn't free of being put on leave from the producers of The View, right? You're not free of if you speak poorly about your boss. Yeah, you're free to do it online or in person, but he or she is free to give you your pink slip and your box of things and have you leave. So I think people often think that free speech means I can say it and I get to keep my life like it is now and you have to eat it. Nope, that's not how it works. So this isn't a free speech thing. But just remember, I think education is paramount. Big deal when it came to Joe Rogan and Whoopi Goldberg. And speaking of Whoopi Goldberg, number three, accept the apology and allow growth. Accept the apology and allow growth. I'm going to attack the elephant in the room right now because I can see you rolling your eyes in this podcast. I am too, kind of. You know why? Because we've all seen what politicians, sports figures, people in Hollywood give some lame apology, haven't we? And it's almost a canned letter from a lawyer and they don't mean it, or they almost blame us. I'm sorry that you were offended. I mean, we're talking about you said it. So I get that it can be lame, but look, we can't always understand the process of growth and it isn't always on our timetable. The other question I'd ask you is to challenge yourself. Look at your own past. Look in the mirror. Do you have any comments you made in your past that could get you canceled? Did you ever do anything in your past? I could get you canceled because sometimes we have seen situations where the person said it or did it 30 years ago, 25 years ago. I'm not excusing. I'm just clarifying. It was a different time, different maturity level, different knowledge base you had. I've said things and done things that I'm not so proud of. I saw a great sketch online with Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart. Have you seen it? It's part of the Peacock series, but they show some just on YouTube. And he's hilarious. Snoop is hilarious. And I was thinking about him and this cancel culture. He'd be canceled in a minute if he went back 15, 20 years. So some of you may not realize Snoop was raw back when he came out. Drugs, crime, guns, gangs, shooting people, stealing, drinking, Every single rap song had the B word, C word, N word. I mean, he was everything we can't stand in the cancel culture, right? And yeah, he apologized after he went through that court battle because someone got shot and killed and he fought for his life to be here. He changed. His music even changed. He now has like a youth football league for kids. And now we see him kicking it with Martha Stewart, hosting TV shows, got commercials. That's all because we allowed him number three, accept the apology and allow growth. Think about it. Every time you see Snoop Dogg and laugh or bop your head to his music, remember he was allowed to apologize and grow. He would be canceled in a minute. So keep that in mind that part of this is growth, not just for the one who offended you. It's for you as well. Now, a quick recap of how we can cancel, cancel culture by changing our reaction. Number one, refuse to go nuclear. 
Don't forget, it's really easy to jump on social media, jump on surveys, get overly offended, and demand someone is canceled. Don't forget the story if you are with a, a spouse, loved one, you can't use the word divorce. It's over. You can't go to that level and expect to really have some significant change. So refuse to go nuclear. Number two, lean on education. This is the big one that canceling doesn't allow. We can now educate. Remember how Whoopi Goldberg, Google her apology. And you tell me, was that heartfelt? That was heartfelt because she got lashed in the head with education. It was awesome. And number three, accept the apology and allow growth. Look, not only can we grow and learn to understand, they can. If you like Snoop Dogg by any means, just go back to what he was like in the late 80s, early 90s. Compare that guy to the guy today. He was allowed growth. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's easy to jump on the cancel culture train, but instead have grace and change your reaction to get the change you want. It makes all the difference. Please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you next week.